Right, let's catch up uh, with uh, somebody we've spoken to on the show before, Professor David Musoma, who's the chairperson of the CRL Rights Commission. Uh, Prof, a very good morning to you. Welcome back to our program. Uh, we are talking, of course, this morning really on an age-old discussion. How do you regulate people's beliefs? How do you regulate faith? Uh, you've been uh, doing an investigation into the com- commercialization of religion and uh, the abuse of people as a result. What have you come up with? Um, uh, uh, Rongani, thank you so much for having us. Um, the, the issue we are looking at uh, emanates, as you have just said, from our um, research and investigation on the commercialization of religion. And part of it, uh, we have found that uh, there exists what we call occult or cult-like churches. In our, in our country. So yesterday, we really um, sought to bring um, um, experts, thinkers uh, across the board to help us um, probe this issue much more deeply and closely. And we sought to answer a uh, um, few questions. One um, was, um, what are the characteristics of um, Catholic churches in a country today uh, to distinguish between true or a false church, whatever the case may be? And secondly, what uh, attracts people um, to these uh, Catholic churches? And, and further, <clears throat> to check um, from the experience of the presenters or the panelists, um, what... Um, a Catholic churches operate in South Africa. Maybe, maybe let's start there, Prof. Maybe let's start there. What is the definition of a cult-like uh, church? I mean, how do you decide uh, what is an authentic church and what is a cult? The cult is a deviation from the, the Christian um, uh, message, the Christian gospel. Uh, it's an embellishment of a, a group that seeks to create its own identity. And this group has what its own leader, and the leader operates autocratically. Once you are in the cult, the voice, you have to obey the rules and the, the laws, and the, the individual in there is under control, manipulated, is coerced. That person is not allowed to think for himself or herself operates within that. And of course, majority of the people who are found in this town are the people who are disgruntled. Either they are um, they're seeking uh, uh, validation uh, from society and they are marginalized and they find places in this particular environment. It looks like a church in the main, but what takes place in there, it's quite um, a, a, a different. They, they sing them with the same ch- hymns or maybe they read from the scriptures. Yeah. Of course, there are certain elements that have been introduced. For example, um, one of the um, presenters yesterday gave us a graphic presentation that, for instance, these people have acquired power um, from some sources. They have gone to different parts of the, uh, of the country of, of, of Africa to bring certain... Um, in uh, medicinal powers. And he was talking about a horn that he was given, which was dripping uh, uh, blood. But some of these required them to be able to sleep with uh, virgins every two weeks 
in order to cement their powers or to sleep with women. And when the fluid of the women comes out, they use that fluid to validate their power. And time and again, this is a spiral that continues unending. Yeah. Look, so there's the, a sense of yeah. abuse of women, of, 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 of children, or even sodomize uh, boys in there. Those are the type of things that happen in a cult like churches. Look, it's it's obviously. I mean, you, what what you're, what you're describing there are, are horrific abuses of members uh, who uh, believe uh, these leaders and the powers these leaders say have been conferred on them by higher powers and higher authorities. But as you say, uh, quite often people are attracted to these groups because they feel marginalized in some way. Um, they might have uh, economic. Uh, desperation, financial circumstances might be difficult, uh, people might be in need of healing, any number of things might then, out of desperation, lead them to be attracted uh, to these groups. At some time, Sometimes they're duped because, um, as you say, uh, these groups appear to have a veneer of uh, spirituality when, in fact, uh, as they get deeper and more involved, they find out to their horror that it's not the case. Uh, how do you legislate against that? How do you let? How do you protect vulnerable people uh, from being sucked into this? Uh, we have to make a distinction that, in terms of our own constitution, there is what we call the freedom of religion. But the freedom of religion is not associated with the a violation of human dignity and a violation of the, the the rights of people. It's not linked to that. So that distinction must be made. So, so when, when people are manipulated, when people's dignity is violated, it's a crime. In fact, we need to look at the, what, where there is no jurisprudence that looks at the violation of human dignity as a crime itself. Because once that happens, then the police uh, or law, law enforcement agencies can then take full responsibility in arresting these people. So we are trying very hard to make sure that people must be able to identify what are the characteristics of a cult-like church? So that when they join, they must join understanding what the consequences are for being part of that uh, community or being part of that group. For now, majority of South Africans are not even aware that they are joining this particular cult-like church. There, there is no nationality yeah. behind it. So we need to warn them ahead of time that South Africans must be educated across the board, which is part of our responsibility, to make sure that they, um, as, as much as they can, avoid becoming members of this cult like churches. It's very difficult to regulate. It has taken root in South Africa. It has attracted hundreds of thousands of people. Some of the, these, these environments, if you walk in there, you'll be surprised what attracts them. And behind that lies the, the veneer, as you indicated, of, of respectability, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, uh, Prof, we'll talk to you about this uh, at some future data in more detail, um, but I think it's a difficult one. I think it's a mountain for you to climb as the CRL Rights Commission because people's beliefs, um, I mean, that's the very nature of faith, right? Uh, it's not uh, necessarily things you can prove. It's the unseen. It's the unknown. Uh, and that, uh, for me, is where the difficulties will lie for you. Uh, but we appreciate your time with us this morning.